Inspiration now in session. Inspire guys, people. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your genes. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. I'm, I'm not mad, mad at I'm Kanye. Mad. I'm not mad at All right. Mad. I'm not mad. So I don't know how many people out there have been following the Kanye West Sunday service saga. Let's call it that. There's been a lot going on, man. Like a whole lot going on. And let me tell y'all, um... I recorded this show, this particular episode, like very uh, differently. Is differently the right word? Different, I don't, whatever, in a whole nother way than I typically record the show. So since y'all my people, you know, let me give you all a little bit of a peek behind the scenes before we get into this topic today. So last week, I believe it was, Meech came into the studio and um, we had a great episode uh, launching a new segment, TNN. And then he came back on another show um, that we had recorded. You know, he brought an article about the Sunday service stuff, I guess, indirectly related to it. And y'all going to hear that later today. So, you know, just tune in for that. We had recorded it. And I had a, like a super busy week because I've been traveling a lot, you know, like I typically do, uh, really more than usual. And um, I had some flights going out just on days like that I usually record the show. So whatever it is, I recorded that with Meech. That was going to be all I was going to say about the Sunday service thing. And a lot of stuff happened in between us recording that um, and what you're hearing today. And so I decided, like, you know what? We're going to keep the stuff that we had recorded. But I had a couple days. I was in New York for a few days. And I was just thinking about this stuff. And I actually put a poll out on Instagram and Twitter and just asking people, are you interested in my take on this? And uh, 75% of the people say yes. And 25% of the people said they're tired of this topic. So if you are in that 25%, hopefully I can make this worth your while. Cause I don't want you to leave the show. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to stick around and just stick it out and hope I say something good. You know what I'm saying? Have a little faith in me. So that's what, what got, got us here. What got us here. What got there are some what things that you have to address because they're knocking at your front door. Um, I'm a thinker and I really try to um, get into God's word and really see what the word says. And so I do want to say this for anybody listening today, check my track record first. If you're a new listener and if you are a supporter of this show and you've been listening for the last 11 months, then I want you to take a second and think about something before I move forward. Think about the shows that we've had. I believe in being proactive. That's what we try to do on this show. That's why we don't wait on news to happen um, in order to start trying to search for scriptures or like, oh, man, find a way to make it fit our argument or something. It's not even about my argument or my opinion because the truth doesn't change based on our opinions. We all have feelings. We all have emotions. We all have things in our lives 
that, you know, have played a part into why we are the way we are. Um, so I want you to think about my track record. And even as I say, things that has played a part in our lives. We did a show where we talked about nature versus nurture. If you refer back to episode 34, the title was Marketing is Mind Control. Episode 19, it was entitled The Other Side, where we talked about there are two sides to a coin. You know, sometimes we only focus on one thing when there's more to the story. Episode 16 might be the most relevant one, my people. That one is entitled Music Can't Save the World. Episode 13, Lusting After Leadership. Why am I throwing these titles out there? Because I want you to know that by the grace of God, we've already been talking about the things that I'm going to talk about today. We can read the Bible all we want, but at some point, we have to actually apply it. This is something that I think is super difficult for a lot of believers to apply the word of God. And what do I mean by this? Again, things that we've talked about on this show already. We go to church. We run around. He's anointed. Hallelujah. A royal priesthood. A peculiar people. We can talk all that stuff. But the challenge a lot of times for us is we don't know how to connect the dots. We can go to church sometimes and say, hey, turn away from sin. But then we struggle to actually define what sin is. What I try to do is look at the Bible. What did they do? How did they handle this stuff? It's nothing new under the sun. It's nothing new under the sun. The sun makes all things new. The sun makes all things new. This stuff ain't new, y'all. So now let us get into the conversation. So I say I'm not mad at Kanye. First and foremost, because I'm not. Listen, if you really want to understand the perspective we're going to talk about today, I hate to tell you this. Really, I don't hate it. I love to tell you this. You got to go back and listen to some other episodes if you want to truly understand what the mind of God is saying. All right, let me stop playing with y'all. I'm not approaching this conversation out of emotion, out of any type of anger, not even out of excitement. When I say I'm not mad, it doesn't mean I agree with what someone is doing. I'm just letting you guys know where this is coming from. I'm not about to be messy. I'm not about to be talking crazy or whatever, whatever. We've started this conversation at, the, at maybe the wrong entryway. Just kind of got caught in the hype of everything. I, I don't know. It seemed like the lines seemed to be blurred. Like, um, I've seen people saying, you know, you can't judge them to hell but they're judging them to heaven. And I, I've just seen a lot of things, a lot of stuff that I've seen and heard. A lot of stuff that I've seen and heard. That sounds like that could be a... That's how I write music. Y'all just witness, listen, y'all witness it all the time. Y'all just don't realize it. All these songs y'all been hearing on my albums. You can be better than me. You can be better than me. That's how that stuff starts, man. But let's get back to the point. I'm, I'm focused. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk. You have an artist like a Kanye West. 
Um, and I've seen, I've read a lot about the Sunday services. I've watched some of the live, live streams. I watched the live stream at Jamal Bryant's church. I watched the live stream in my um, hometown of Detroit, Michigan. Uh, they were on a river. I've watched a lot of the commentary. On the show episode 34 that I mentioned just a couple minutes ago, like that show, marketing is mind control. Like this is stuff we talked about. And you got to reference that. So, so here's what I have seen with the Kanye West thing. Um, if you want me to be honest, and, and I hold a marketing degree from Oakland University, by the way, I've seen a bunch of marketing. Oh, they have marketed the heck out of this. So Kanye West starts having church in the woods or singing in the woods, and then it was a bunch of argument about is he singing or is it church or whatever, right? Remember that? Then all of a sudden he starts hitting different cities and having secret pop-up concerts or are they church services what are they is kanye saved is he not yeah he saved god sent them oh he not saved he not a right that's what we started seeing i'm sitting back and i'm like "Woo, this is marketing 101 kanye west is an artist a seasoned artist and been in hollywood famous for 15 20 years kanye has always been a marketer okay i don't see kanye doing anything new at this point, as it relates to having a project, following it, finding a unique way to market it. If you go back to his very first project on up until now, he always does something unique. I remember a few years ago, people showed up to some building outside and he showed a movie or something. Was it his twisted dark fantasy or something like that? I never heard that, but I saw all the hoopla around it. Um, and so when I see Kanye showing up and having these, I don't, it seems like he's on tour maybe. Um, and he's having these secret pop-ups and he's bringing in church choirs and I have not seen him talk a lot. So at Jamar Bryant church, he kind of mumbled some things and said some random, uh, vague statements that didn't really mean anything. When you put them all together, we could easily take things and run with it, positive or negative. That's not what we're doing here. I'm not Sherlock Holmes, right? So I can only talk about what, what I see and what's really happening. I said all that to say I see marketing, y'all. That's the first thing I see that is undeniable, whether you are against it or um, for it. I don't think you can deny that this has been a marketing. I mean, I've just seen them. Then you, he brought in a pastor of some sorts from California in Detroit. And it's almost like a, a, a narrative that changes every day. And I'm seeing a lot of people who want to argue. This is why I don't follow. I believe in being proactive because I don't want to just talk on the surface. This is a layered, a complex situation. This is like surgery. I'm not going to get in here and give y'all five minutes of a hot take and talk all crazy and, you know, then get your emotions riled up. No, I want you to stop and think for a second. Think about the layers of this situation. Think about what we've seen so far. Whether you're for it or against it, what we've seen is marketing brilliance. We've seen mind control at its finest. And if you think that statement is harsh, please listen to episode 34, Marketing is Mind Control. If anyone gives their life to Christ, whether you're famous or whether you're a normal person, God doesn't have respect of persons. That's something else we've talked about on this show. This isn't about him being famous. Um, this is about his soul.
my first question is when someone like like gives their life to Christ, should it be a marketing campaign? Now, that's just a question that I want you to think about. Because essentially that's what this is right now. Um and I know the the word talks about to whom much is given, much is required. And that's why I'm more so questioning and thinking through the people around Kanye, um, if they are believed. I don't know these people, right? So I'm not here to judge whether someone is saved or not. I can't do that. What I'm also not going to do is um, put people in the Lamb's Book of Life, because I'm also not Jesus, and I can't do that either. So let me stop talking, and let's get into the Word of God. And maybe try to detail this conversation a little further. Hopefully you are enjoying this conversation. Please hit me up at JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Again, that's JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. And share your thoughts. Or for those of you who follow me on social media, uh, you know where I'm at. Hit me up with your thoughts. Not to argue, not to debate. You can disagree, that's fine. But to dialogue as believers. I'm not here to frustrate you or make you angry. Um, I'm here to inspire God's inspire people. Guys, inspire God's people. Inspire Acts guys, inspire chapter 14, verse number eight. Why do pastors talk like that? Verse number. You got to say number eight. Like we don't just know what eight means. I'm reading in the New Living Translation. Here's what it says. While they were at Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man with crippled feet. He had been that way from birth, so he had never walked. He was sitting and listening as Paul preached, looking straight at him. Paul realized he had faith to be healed. Verse 10. So Paul called to him in a loud voice, stand up. And the man jumped to his feet and started walking. So let's pause right there real quick. What we have going on is that Paul and Barnabas you know, went to this place called Lystra and um, came across my man. He crippled like my man can't walk. He ain't, ain't never walked. You know what I'm saying? He been born that way. Um, it was interesting because my man is hearing, listening to Paul preach and Paul sensed the faith like, oh, yeah, my man got faith. Told him to stand up and my man was healed. So so you have in this situation. Uh, some very powerful things happening. Um, signs and wonders, if you will, right? Healing is taking place. The word of God is being preached. Paul being a man of God um, that God is using um, in order to deliver this message at the time. All right, let's jump into verse 11. It gets real interesting right here. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in their local dialect, these men are gods in human form. They decided that Barnabas was the Greek god Zeus and that Paul was Hermes, since he was the chief speaker. All right, so pause real quick. These people saw what Paul and Barnabas had done, and they decided, like, yo, these dudes are straight-up gods. <laughs> like, they gods. Like, this is Zeus and Hermes right here. Like, and that, Listen, that's funny to me on a certain end, but let's be real, right? We're talking about the psychology of how we are as human beings. That's what we do sometimes. When we see something that impresses us, when we see something that we deem as miraculous, there are times that instead of giving God credit for something, instead of it drawing us to God, it draws us to the man. And it causes us to 
elevate the man as if he's a god. Small G. I found that interesting. You know, this this causes me to think about how God has no respect of persons and how God doesn't deal with us as celebrities or non-celebrities. And what that means is like if a celebrity goes to a party, right? They're typically in VIP. People treat them better because of their status. But there's no VIP section in heaven. And what makes me even think this, like, definitely not based on your earthly accomplishments. No, the Bible talks about the least on earth will be the greatest in heaven. And so let's think about what that means. But these are the things that I think about as, as I begin to think about, like, how we flock to celebrities um, because of their natural status. You know, that's one of the interesting things that I've kind of been observing. Are we treating all saved people the same? How much of it is because we are elevating him and how much you, you get how this again, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I'm telling you when the lines start getting blurred, when these things happen because we're human beings. And now you got to imagine you are there when Paul is speaking to this crippled man to be healed. And you see a group of people say, these men are gods in human form and begin to reverence them as such with their actions. These are just things I want you to think about. Now let's go into verse 14. We have to think about if I'm in that situation. So let's use me, right? You know, so I'm not using someone else for the whole example. Let's say I start feeling myself and it's like, oh, I'm, I'm just super feeling myself. And y'all loving the show and the show is doing good. The show is growing. The show is growing, by the way. Thank y'all for the love. Everybody is flocking to me. But then I start believing the hype. I'm basking in it. I'm just, ah, yeah. How should I respond as a believer? Th this is something to think about. How should the people around me, people like a Lavelle. Lavelle has been on this show since I started. And maybe if I start fooling, don't be mad at me. I've said this, man, I've said this before on a previous show. Be mad at Lavelle. Be mad at Tiff. Be mad at my family, the people around me who are supposed to be holding me accountable. Blame him. <laughs> Don't be mad at me. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But if I was in that situation, what should I do? As a believer, there is a way that we are supposed to act. There is a way that we are supposed to respond. How do I know this? Because Jesus said it himself. He said that if you want to follow him, that there's something that you must be, do first. And that is that you first must deny yourself. So if I want to follow Jesus, the very first thing that he says that I have to do, not again, not what they said, not what they feel I should have said, not because they think I'm a God in human form. No, Jesus said first, the, the, listen, the very first thing that I should do is deny myself. Now, here's what I meant earlier when I said we know how to say that, but let's just be real, y'all. We don't always know what that means. How do I deny myself? I don't know what that means, Jay. And this is where we have to grow as believers. We have to grow in the application of the word. We have the knowledge of the Bible. We read the word. We got it all down packed. We see the memes of the, um, the scriptures on Instagram. I'll post them too. But how do we apply it? We see the scripture where Jesus said, 
What doeth it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? We've done a show about that too. I did a show about it. Like the here, here go. But we don't know how to apply that. What, what does it mean? Like gain in the world. What does that even mean? I don't know what it means, Jay. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea why I just did that voice. But let's see how Paul and Barnabas reacted to people worshiping them instead of God. Verse 14. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard what was happening, they tore their clothing in dismay and ran out among the people shouting, friends, why are you doing this? We are merely human beings just like you. We have come to bring you the good news that you should turn from these worthless things and turn to the living God who made heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. That was the response of Paul and Barnabas to people worshiping them. All right, guys, people, I got to take this even further. This is a very important topic to me if you haven't already caught on to it. Not even, not like, here's the thing. Here's why this really ended up when I said it knocked at my front door and I had to talk about it. I started realizing this is everything. This is the perfect storm. This is like everything we've talked about in the last 11 months, knocking at our front door. So I have to talk about these biblical principles, not throwing anyone under the bus, not judging anyone, but I have to speak on the principles of God. I want to drive by the homeless guy on the street with the same conviction that I uh, see a Kanye West with the same passion. No respect to persons. This is surgery. Surgery takes time. Let me tell you something. My mom had shoulder surgery this year. Um, I don't usually share a bunch of personal stuff, but, you know, sorry, mama, for putting your business out there. But you also put it all around the Internet. So it's OK. Love you, too. Listen, here's the thing. She went through a surgery and um, the the recovery is like over six months. This is serious. Like she can't just go out tomorrow and start hooping when, when that that shoulder, it was giving her problems and, and they went in. And they fixed it. But even though it's fixed, it still takes time to heal. So she got to go sit down. She had to wear it in a sling for a while. Then she had to go see the doctor accountability. And it ain't even about like whether it's my mama or not. Like no matter who you are, you go through something like sur surgery takes time. Healing takes time. Like this is important. I really care about this because soul salvation is a serious thing. It's important, but it's also important that we realize no matter who the soul is, there's no special Bible for celebrities. They don't get the Bible 2.0. I'm not mad at Kanye, but I have to try to look at this situation just the same way I would look at it if it was my cousin, because my cousin is valuable too. And Kanye is somebody's cousin, so his soul is valuable. I got to take it a step further and go into the commentary on this one, y'all. Um, I got to get my book. Let me get my book out. You might hear the pages turn. I might, I'm about to turn the pages on purpose. I'll, hopefully the mic picked that up. Turning pages just make you sound super smart. Like you about to be really deep. I'm reading the William McDonald, McDonald, um, Believer's Bible Commentary, second edition, edited by Art Farstad. Let's see what these guys had to say about it. 
We're going to go Acts 14. I'm just going to read, um, you know, his breakdown of a couple uh, verses, 10 through, we might do 10 through 13. Let, let's start there. So here's what he wrote. As soon as Paul commanded the man to get up on his feet, he leaped and walked. Since the miracle had been performed openly, and since Paul had undoubtedly attracted considerable attention by speaking with a loud voice, the people were greatly impressed. All right, let's pause real quick. Is it that like, so I'm talking about the psychology of people first. Like that's how we are. When people do things publicly and loud, we, we you know, I'm just being real. We're impressed with it. So, so that's the first thing is like the psychology of human beings. We've always done this. Doesn't mean it's right, but we've done it. All right, back to reading. In fact, a popular movement began with the purpose of worshiping Barnabas as Zeus and Paul as Hermes. The people actually believed that their gods had paid them a visit in the person of the two missionaries. For some reason not stated, they looked on Barnabas as being the chief god because Paul had done the speaking. They designated him as Hermes, the messenger of Zeus. Even the priest of Zeus became convinced that a divine visitation had taken place. He rushed out of the temple that was at the gateway of their city with the oxen and garlands for a great sacrifice. This entire movement was a more subtle form of danger to the Christian faith than all the other forms of oppo opposition recorded. For a successful Christian worker, a greater peril than persecution is the tendency for people to center their spiritual attention not on Christ, but on his servants. I didn't read verse 13 in the Bible, but what was interesting about this is that it stated that the temple of Zeus was nearby. <laughs> so like, here's what's crazy. Like these, these guys, like these apostles was like, man, they were so serious. They inspire me because they was preaching the gospel in the midst of whatever. What is your response when people start worshiping you? I got to read this part again. Just the ending, y'all. This entire movement was a more, I lost my place. Y'all, I'm reading this. Look, I can read. I'm holding this and like, I'm at the mic holding it. This book, if you ever held a commentary in your hand, I, this is literally like lifting weights. I'm trying to talk in the mic. I'm looking down. Man, stop judging me. Let me read this. This entire movement was a more subtle form of danger to the Christian faith than all the other forms of opposition recorded. Wow. A movement where they call Paul and Barnabas, Zeus and Hermes, was it, they called it a subtle. Listen, y'all, regardless of where you fall on this Kanye West Sunday service thing, we have to be as the church, we have to watch and pray. We have to watch the subtle things. Sometimes the things are very subtle, y'all. And this is why we have to be careful before we take things and run with it either way, before we run with our emotions without seeking God ourselves, before we put people in places without knowing if God has called them there or not. We allow people to continue down a path because we selfishly have something to gain from them. See, there are some people I could imagine. Now, this is my just imagination talking here. Kanye West is famous. He's married to a famous woman. I would imagine that some believers would look at this as an opportunity for them to leech on to him 
and propelled their ministries and their image and their name and their likeness and attached themselves to a Kanye West, not really caring about is he truly saved or not, putting out a, a documentary about God or writing an album. I've told y'all this about myself. Me writing an album about God doesn't make me saved. I'm talking about me now. I'm not talking about Kanye. I'm not mad at Kanye. But me making an album about God, that, that doesn't save my soul. Um, m- many artists have, have done that, to be honest. We, we've seen artists do that this year. <laughs> Drop a gospel album and the next day they smoking weed on Instagram. This is the important stuff. Like, I know people don't like talking about this stuff. Somebody probably turned it off. Like, I can't do this, bro. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. People pay hundreds of dollars to be entertained. But I ain't never seen nobody buy tickets to surgery. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> this is surgery. Yeah. I'm not mad at Kanye. But I would imagine that it's tough for celebrities, artists, basketball players, the cutest girl in school, the guy next door. For any of us who've ever, you know, had any amount of success that led to people celebrating our flesh, just like Paul and Barnabas was celebrated. It's tough because it's not really a realistic point of view from, you know, how we should think as Christians. But I will say something that's universal for us all, for Kanye, for anyone who wants to know Jesus, for myself. There's none of us that are exempt from this, no matter how cute we are, how popular, how famous we are. And that is the words that Jesus spake in Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. Listen to what he said. Then Jesus said to the disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. 25. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? What Jesus was talking about was living a life on earth. When he talked about losing your life, he's talking about losing your selfish desires for your life and trusting him, living for him while on this earth. That's what it's all about, regardless of who you are. And so I would urge all my believers out there, friends, family, loved ones, God's people, regardless of what side of this argument you land on, you know, I hope that it would be the side that will encourage anyone who wants to follow Christ. To deny themselves. God's people, it is time for the J. Will Music Song of the Day. As soon as we come back, you will hear my conversation with Meech Real on the Nothing News TNN. But wait, however you listening to this show right now, do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button. So if you're on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, subscribe to the show, man. And make sure you leave ratings and reviews on those apps as well. But for now, check out At The Cross by my brother Darius James featuring yours truly, J. Will Music. Darius just dropped a new project entitled We Want Your Glory. Hashtag WWYG. 
please check out my brother's album. It is amazing. We will be featuring songs probably for the next month or so, all from his project. Right now, at the cross, Darius James featuring J. Will Music. Let's go! Just heard 
At the Cross by Darius James, featuring J. Will Music. Hopefully you enjoyed that as much as I did, and it makes you want to go and download Darius Music right now. I wouldn't even be mad at you if you pause the show, just so you won't forget. Go and download his album, We Want Your Glory, and come back and enjoy the rest of the show. Y'all know we about to have a great conversation because it is time for TNN. TNN, the nothing news, ain't nothing new. We gotta talk about it cause it's touching you. And sometimes you don't know what to do. Defending the remnant the Christ descendants, a few real ones left, no substitute. Speak the truth, even when it's tough to do. It's a blessing to me, it's luck to you. We may disagree, that's uncomfortable, but you can't reach purpose from a comfort zone. This is the one and only Meech Real, and I am inspiring God's people. Yo. Meaning that he's gone, or he's the co-host, Yeah, I'm the host. I'm the co-host on my own show. Another person that has found a way to get a segment Shout on my show. Shout out to Lavelle. Let's just, let's just get the middleman out of here, my guy. <laughs> you know what? Hit, hit my line. I need security to come down here, bro. So I'm excited, man, because this is the nothing news because there's nothing new up under the sun but we're gonna see what we can do about it look man um this kanye thing is something that we cannot deny right it's it's happening it's a real thing yep. it's kind of like your friend who has a pimple and you don't want to point out that big old <laughs> pimple on their nose but the more and more they're around you sooner or later because i mean i got a weird thing i want to pop a pimple so anyway I digress. Weird. Very. But, man, let's talk about this, man. Not, we're not going to talk about Kanye. We're not. Okay. We're going to talk about what this wave that's coming. I'm with that. Has already begun to encourage in other people or influence. So, listen. Another shout out to the Christian Post. You guys are dope. Y'all just need to start sending us money, but we'll talk about that later. Send um, a check. Just send a check. So They have an amazing article by Miss Jessica Martinez. And the headline is the Yeezyanity religion founder revealed says Kanye West is a stepping stone to Jesus. Yikes. The founder of Yeezyanity, a religion inspired by Kanye West, revealed his identity after anonymously beginning the cult movement through social media last month. Brian Lieberman, 23 of Westchester, New York, recently sat with the UK based Daily Mail and described the motivation behind founding religion whose members believe West is a divine being sent by God to usher in a new wave of humanity. The idea of becoming like Jesus is intimidating. It is blinding. His perfection is so unbelievable, like looking at the sun, says Lieberman. But Jesus, who's Kanye West, is obtainable. People can be like that. So Jesus, I believe, is a stepping stone to Jesus. In other words, Jesus is a realistic current day model. Man. Of Jesus. <laughs> now, let me say, I, based yeah. on what you just read, I don't think we know if Kanye is aware or um, supports Yeezyanity. Or True. So, True. So maybe, so we're not, we're not. That's going, why this is not about Kanye. Exactly. Absolutely. I agree. So, yes. so we're not making it about him or saying that he created this. So y'all can still listen. We are, I, let me tell you something. We are not going to dog Kanye. 
And we are also not going to go through his discography right. or talk about MAGA hats. These are things that I can promise you will not happen uh, today. Um, but we want to talk about. Um, the first thing I, that comes to mind is this is why social media is dangerous and why anybody who um, speaks on it should take the responsibility or at least the awareness of knowing that once you say something, once you do something, you no longer have control on how it affects other people and it and understand that that doesn't mean you're not responsible yeah you know what i'm saying like you're responsible even though you can't control it and you know what's crazy i think we don't even know how to be responsible because like we said before um social media is so new yeah right. a lot of us don't even know and that's why i created let's get social because people were taking my posts out of context <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I got to find a way because I don't think social media is the proper platform for full blown conversations anyway. I really used to. I really used to think that it was a place where uh, it was a place to have conversation. It's hard because it's, it's hard. I, conversations it's are layered. So like, right. let's say if we it's just like this article. Right. We have to be able to explain our perspective like this isn't about Kanye. Yeah, like we don't hate him. So now everything that you say, we hear Kanye, we're going to bash. No, it's no. no, it's not. He yeah. did the Coachella thing, yeah, where he did the Sunday service, and then he was selling a lot of merch, yeah, and the T-shirts. I mean, it was like socks for seventy dollars, T-shirts a hundred dollars, so very expensive merch. So, of course, we know that Kanye West is a mainstream artist. Yes, one of the main biggest. mainstream artists do things for money and yeah. branding and and marketing and things like that. So. I still think at the heart of it, that's really what it is. How dope. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. How dope. And I did this on my when I used to have a CHH plug. We did a, a Christian draft where who who could we <laughs> who could we take as Christian, from the world the and Christian we take as Christians and who we could get rid of. Like I was like, okay, I think I would trade Kurt Franklin that's for <laughs> for Eminem or somebody, right? Like that's hilarious. <laughs> so that's hilarious. I was so young in the faith, but I, I loved it. I might bring it back. I don't know. We, young and out of your mind. <laughs> We'll think about it because I got like that. Anyway, uh, it was when I was able to be, you know, judgmental. People couldn't be mad at me because it was a joke. Anyway, um, who wouldn't love for the person that they enjoyed in the world to that they come idolized. over? Yeah, to come over here, and you could still like you could still be DMX. But what's funny is if DMX, and I'm not saying he's not saved, but eh, he's going through it anyway. If he was to actually become a Christian. He couldn't even be the same DMX to me that he was when he was barking See, and growling. We want to save our idols, right? And we want to keep them. Keep them as idols. And the problem is That's biblically. Selfish. That's selfish anyway. Because they're human beings, right? Yeah. Biblically, the whole idea of salvation is being transformed. And I would rather bring you man, bring you to the glory of God, but you never actually experience it for yourself. So we want you Minus to be heaven. saved. And here's yeah. something I think is very important. Just because a person changes what they say doesn't mean they changed who they are. Who they are. Who they are. There is people that have actually tried to create Christian movements and say you can keep all the stuff that you did in the past and we'll just call it Christian and say this stuff, but the Bible talks about how they like, but their hearts never change. Christianity can be branded, so we have Yikes. to be yeah, that's, we that's have to true. be careful that we're not just listening to the words people say when their action and everything else, and, and it's not to judge them. It's because we should really care that they're saved. And one thing I think that happens with artists all the time yeah. is when an artist changes their lyrics, yeah. we think it means their heart changed. 
We get excited not because their lives change, right. but because they sung a song. Because it's still about us. That's see, that's and that's what makes this article dangerous and scary. Anybody, this is from your favorite pastor, your favorite celebrity, whoever. Anytime God is mentioned and used, but somehow propels one person to be the focus, you gotta take pause. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anything that Oh man, you know, I'm mentioning God, but it's all about the reverence of who I am. Like this, you got to understand, man, you know, um, just the little history of the devil that I've done, he didn't put a hit out on God when he was in heaven. You know, he wasn't like, man, we need to get this dude out of here. He just wanted to be on his level. So I think one of the biggest problems with man is not that God doesn't exist, is the fact that man wants to be God. And this is just the wildest concept I've ever heard to create a religion off of somebody who on the surface people are saying he's doing it for God. So why am I creating? So how right. is it birthing a religion off of something that's supposed to be dedicated to one that's already Well, here's touched? the other thing that's dangerous. He's only been doing it for a few months. So so we're, <laughs> oh, yeah. we're talking about the heart of this movement is about the artist. And, and so what yes. happens, and, and I think the church really has to pay attention to the fact that if we cared about artists, we would assimilate them into Christianity first before we just say, all right, Jay, will we know you don't know God and you haven't gone through the process or the journey of reading the word and understanding doctrine and theology and what it means to be a Christian. You okay. don't even know why you're saved. You're reading scriptures on the surface and just trying to apply them with your old mind. Mm. You have yet to be renewed by the transforming of your mind. All right, but sing a new song because we idolize you. And let me and let me put you on a platform. Let me give you a platform where you can actually influence people. So let me ask you this, because this is, I mean, as an artist, period. And I remember talking to Doug, and and these are the real ones we talk about. My man Reby versus and Gabe Parker and Matt Mitchell. Um, it's always interesting when you talk to a believer, anybody in entertainment that gets a, how soon do they feel that they now they should be ministering to other people? And you How know, soon should yeah. they pick, you know, like, okay, I'm saved, so I'm going to make a Christian song versus, okay, I get saved, but I may not make music ever again. Or I may sit down, you know, like how, as a All musician, right. say he come to your church, or say he come to the church of jail, you know, hey, pastor, I played it, da 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 Can I just get on the keys? You need a, you need an organist. Yeah. And he called. And he was And that's the challenge for most people. And, and so what I would say is, you know, the first day that you go to med school, are you a doctor? <laughs> you know, yeah, you're right. You perform an open heart. Yeah. When you think about med school, it's such a long process. A lot it of people is. don't want to be doctors and because it's a lot of mentorship, like in the midst of that, like, yeah, that Listen, that, is doctors, the training to become a doctor is crazy. Yeah. Then once you graduate or whatever, then you got to go do a residence. You got to, Go and sit in the real life thing without mm -hmm. being the person leading it. And still being supervised. Then after about 10, 12 years, now you, Meech, are a doctor. And so what I'm saying is, I'm not saying it has to be 10 or 12 years before someone writes a song. <laughs> what I'm saying is take the principle behind preparing and training someone mm. and what it takes to do something as important as perform open heart surgery. And then I will ask the question. Is it's preaching the gospel crazy. as important as open heart and surgery? Say, and that's I was about to say, and that's crazy because that metaphor, I think it's almost no, it's not. It's more important than open heart surgery because a person can get a new heart and live for thirty years and still and still die and never see Christ, never go to heaven. 
So I think it is that important. I that's a great that's a great metaphor. Yeah, because so, what we doing, people people would say it ain't that serious, or we go with you gotta do we, all that. We typically go with the instant, yeah, emotion of I yeah. like this. Yeah. So because this song is good and this service feels good. Feels good. Feels good. I hear about people who pass away in their huge fashion execs. They create the most amazing things that people love and are inspired about. People who travel the world and are on television and just eat foods and test foods and and they're committing suicide. One of the funniest people of all time, I think about him all the time, is Robin Williams, who I loved growing up. And you're how you depressed. Like and see, the thing is because you're a comedian. Like you, your job is to make people laugh. And so I'll say this: like, okay, so as a person, and this is why a lot of creative people yes. struggle with a darkness yes. of like who they are and happiness and peace. Um, Van Gogh was another one who yeah. was just had a dark life. The reason that is, and I'm speaking from the experience of being a creator uh-huh. and dealing with things like loneliness. I never dealt with depression. I've never been a person that's like that, like deep into it. But that's I have a- dealt with like these weird moments of feeling lonely. That That's probably as deep as it's gotten for me. But that has been a thing throughout my life. Yeah. And it's weird. The reason you feel lonely and I'm saying this from the perspective of anyone who doesn't know. Like, I was the class clown in high school. I was super silly. I yeah, have. But see, that's funny. That loneliness, loneliness never directly connects to the fact that you're not popular, bro, which is funny. Like, like you said, class clown, yeah. it wasn't that you weren't getting attention. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was on, I would get on the bus, and by the time I was getting off the bus, the bus was clapping the entire <laughs> bus because I inter- I've been entertaining people Yo, and that's like funny. making people laugh my entire life. Like mm-hmm. it's the most natural thing. Now I could never be a stand up comedian because right. I don't like making people laugh on purpose. That's irritating to me. Like, Oh, I got to make you laugh. So my point with all of that is this, it's a weird feeling when you give people all of you. And the reason you feel lonely is because think about a person on a stage, right? They're giving everything, uh-huh. but they're not getting anything. And so it's a weird thing in this life where loneliness think about a person who's lonely in a relationship or whatever right it's when when you're doing all the giving but you don't feel people giving to you but then you realize giving is a gift so everyone so what what entertainers and celebrities and probably even pastors and preachers and people on stage i'm giving a little enlightenment yeah from experience and i'm not even sure if i'm right as far i've never studied this this is literally my personal opinion what they're struggling with is their gift is to give all of them but other people aren't as gifted as them in giving back. Imagine living your life, being a comedian, being an actor, being a star, and wholeheartedly being gifted to give, but never feeling the same thing. Life in the industry of encouraging people. And I've seen the moments when the encourager needs encouragement. And yeah. it is hard. Shout our business out, man. Oh, shout out to, hey, hey, Chase Great Enterprises, Miss Latoya Early. Y'all can search Latoya Early. Or y'all can go on my page. You're going to find her there. Let me tell you, because any of lurkers know I'm married. I just got to put out that. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, and I think that most people who give, or creative, like creatives just in general, deal with this, deal with some form of, okay, I did all this. And then there's also a reality of when you do all this and you get the money, you get the promises, you get the prosperity, you get this, you get all that validation. And this is when most people hit that huge wall of depression. All of it. 
because Jim Carrey said it best. He said it. He said, I want everybody in the world to get all the money, all the fame in the world so they can realize that it doesn't matter. And that's that a bl- dope. I didn't hear. I know Jim Carrey is weird. And it blew but my mind. That's yeah, a dope he, quote. And it blew my mind. Well, see, the thing about Jim Carrey, what I've seen is that people get enlightenment. But when they don't get to the source, they do go rampant because it's still like you still. And human. I'll say this, too, to yeah. that point. As we talk about the struggle of the stage, right? Yeah. And I know we went a little left, but I yeah. think it's relevant. It is. The, it st- is. the struggle of the stage, what happens is, and even myself, like, this is the reason I believe in denying myself and yes. following Christ. Because if I feed myself, like, if I'm telling you uh. sometimes when I'm, you know, too much in the spotlight, I'm giving and it feels lonely because nobody can give back to me the way I gave to them. Right. That doesn't mean go do more of that. So most people... <laughs> Yeah. They cured their issues with the stage by going on the stage. Yeah. That's why I believe in like real life relationships behind the scenes. I don't believe in posting every single thing I do on social media because I'm not I already know what it feels like to be popular. Right. And even at the small level that I've been at in popularity, I'm like, wow, I can only imagine how bad it is Absolutely. when you really blow up. Only people who who have never really had attention, think attention is the cure to something. The same thing with money. <laughs> exactly. Only broke people think that. Yeah. People with money don't think that money solves everything. And so I guess the point I'm making is, you know, we have to be careful with our selfishness to put people on the stage That's true. who may be struggling with things. Yeah. And we think we're curing something by saying, keep him on the stage, make him an idol. And then now you have a religion that's, that's created yeah. from somebody that ultimately could be harming Kanye West because it's feeding into something he probably already struggles with. It sucks that the whole world is denying a God, not the whole world, but the whole world is denying a God that they all, that they all so clearly need and want. We are going over every chakra, every avenue to grab a piece that, that only comes from the Holy Spirit. We're trying to find a way around and circumvent comfort <laughs> in every form. And you see, so we're looking for time. God outside of God. Outside of God, like man, look, like somebody, like looking for your house and driving everywhere else, like going to your neighbor's house, like, hey man, why Jay ain't here? Like this, it's a house, you know, it's a house that looked like him. It's in the area of it. It may even sound like it. And what's tough for a person like a Kanye and in most people who um, are in this situation is trying. You get what I'm saying? But they're so blessed with the platform that people are validating their efforts in misdirection. And this is why I blame us and yes. more than I blame him. So the church is yeah. now exploiting this as an opportunity. Romans chapter one, verse 20 and 21. Check this out. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Verse 21. Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they begin to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Claiming to be wise, they became utter fools. And instead of worshiping the glorious ever-living God, 
they worship idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. Where is that? Romans chapter one. Here's what's important about that. And this is what I mean about having a sound way that we look about this. I don't understand how these words in this scripture cannot pierce us. It's saying we have no excuse for not knowing God because he's around us every day. The sun rises and it sets in the clouds. But yet we don't want to worship God as the glorious God he is. So we think up our own foolish ideas. And what I'm trying to say is Yeezyanity is another foolish idea. Yes. And there's no excuse for it no. because God is already who he is. Especially, yes, I agree. I think that, um, yeah, that hurt my feelings. I don't think I, I'm doing it, but I'm, I'm going to have to go check something. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm going to play 2K. Hey. I'm not going to play 2K for the rest right. of the week. The word of God is convicting, man. Yeah. So I think that the conversation starts here. Um. Who is it about? You or God? And and don't get me wrong, I've been I've been very guilty of feeling like I need people to like me first so they can like God. Like I need to do this so that when I talk about God, they like him. You creating your form of a self-based religion like to prove that God is real when at the end of the day, the Bible talks about our righteousness like on your coldest day. We're filthy rags. It's impossible for us to be the gateway for people to believe Christ is real. Like I, I just I, I think that even thinking that puts everybody in position to make themselves idols. Paul says in Romans two, again, don't think too highly of yourself. Yeah. A foundational nature that Jesus Christ Himself instructed us to do was to deny ourselves yeah. and pick up our cross and follow Him. And in that same passage, He goes on to talk about. What does it profit us to gain the world and lose our soul? And what we're seeing before us, and I'm urging Christians like not to argue, not to debate, not to try to protect your favorite idol that you grew up loving their music. Because yeah. yes, they're talented. For sure. Yeah, but this is about their souls. Yeah, and, and I think that's a I think that's a huge, a huge point of if you had to choose, let's say your favorite artist, your favorite actor, anything, what if what if God actually gave you the opportunity to say, listen, this person will never make another movie. This person will never make another song. You can never hear their music again, but they'll know who I am. We'll, Man. Like, like we, are we willing to, because I'm telling y'all, there are actors. Could you imagine who's the funniest? Could you imagine, a let's say Dave Chappelle gets saved and now he and he, he don't want to do comedy no more. And he and he wants everybody to take all his comedy. Like, like can can you be okay? with losing this person that has made your flesh. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, that's, a, that's a deep question because, and again, the, I think that's why it's so important that people realize everyone wants to know what you think about Kanye, what you think about Kanye, and it ain't about Kanye. It's no. about us. It's about our hearts. You hear so many people have grievances with the church as if, you know, if the world was so great, why is everybody so, walking around so, so damaged and hurt? And pay? If, if everybody only getting hurt in church, and we see the numbers. People are leaving or never going. Why are all of y'all hurt? Yeah, because <laughs> like, if the answer is to leave, why are we not seeing the results? And that's yeah. a great thing. And you you said earlier you brought up the musician. That was a good thing to bring up. Like, because we're so selfish, 
if that musician is talented, we don't care that we he left care. his family. Yep. We want to pay you to play for us. Yes. And we don't want to help you. And we don't care if you're growing in the word. Music is a huge influence. Oh, it's yeah. No major. Doubt. And it's important to talk about because <laughs> I'm an artist. So yeah. I don't talk about music to bash it. I talk about Not it because we love music. It's important, I mean, to it's important to understand. It's important to understand. carnal or tangible things. When the music stops, when the motion stops, when the inspiration stops, when the all, when that stops, you're usually it by yourself. What do you have? Like, like, and do we care enough about people? Yeah, that they, when their music stops, because yeah. at the end of the day, at that some point, it'll goes stop. home and he doesn't have a relationship with God, and he can't play a drum solo, and he's sitting there dealing with finances of his family or anything, or he in a hospital when or, he's sick. Or in a hospital, it's like, or, or do we just hire the next drummer? Right. He's sick. Whatever. And, and so you see this you revolving play door. That again. You know what I'm saying? Like the one thing that made you you. You can't play drums again. You can't sing no rap again. You can't play football again. You can't play basketball. You can't do whatever you thought was your identity. And people have benefited from it for so long. Now that person is a casualty. But we got collateral damage. And, and I'm going to say this. Yeah, that's it. I think I talked about this a little bit when Gabe was on the show. So we talked a little bit about how it's a selfishness when you think that, all right, so. Again, let's use the Kanye thing. Yeah. The real argument with a lot of people is, you know, some think he shouldn't be doing it. Some support him doing it. Right. And see, I see that as a very selfish thing because what happens is it becomes more about what you feel. Yeah. And, and you think, OK, you think we think love is allowing somebody to do something. So the people who like, <laughs> let's say if out of love, I was like, Meech, don't eat that cookie. You don't need another cookie. You right, sick. Right. Well, or it's it's like it's the same as me telling someone who get off the stage if they're not healthy. But we think that the person who knocks the cookie out of your hand hates you. Yeah. When really that's the person that loves you and the person that keeps giving you the cookie. They love themselves. They love themselves. They love, they love how you make they love how you make them feel while they're in the midst of pain. So you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's such a selfish thing. So I've I've been yeah. seeing people talk about it and it's been very interesting to me. Like, yeah. like, so the person who wants to protect the integrity of the church and your soul is a criminal. Th this is the world we live in. And that's yeah. why this segment and these topics are important. They are. I mean, the honesty of it is like, you know, like I can be a Christian and admit that the first time I heard it, I'm like, oh, like, like, let's, let's not deny just like. I like LeBron as an athlete. I think he's very talented. I don't like nothing. I don't like Let's him. not make this about LeBron. His last name is James. Let's just leave this <laughs> out of it, please. I think the music is dope. Really wish for Kanye or anybody who has, I'm talking about, not, I'm using his words, that has come out and said that they are depressed. Anybody who has come out who has lost people, anybody who's come out and talk about pain, about devastation, about loneliness, emptiness, suicide, or anybody who has come out about that, the last thing I want them to do is create a church or platform to worry about everybody else. So we think that someone, and, and I'm not joking Period. here. Like, so yeah. we, do we think someone who just six to eight months ago admitted to all those things? Yes. Like, do we think standing on a mountain and singing a sweet song is going to give you peace or save your soul? And, and see, a lot of this, I have to say yeah. this, like, you said this, I think, you know, either like in a conversation or on a previous show, whatever yeah. it is, like 
we talked about the power of Lucifer. Yes. And and we talk about Lucifer being in music. Yeah. And so when I'm talking about music, I'm always conscious of this is the devil's special move. Think about that. Like if you think that, of that he was known to be great at. Yes. Like, like not that he was yeah, that like Mike he, Mike Tyson, yeah. his special move is to knock you out. Yeah. If you fighting Mike Tyson, bro, for sure. you you don't want to get hit. Saved or unsaved. You, like, don't it's matter good. what your religion is, <laughs> like, don't let that's his special move. So yeah. the, the devil's special move yeah. is music. So whenever we're dealing with music, I try to like really take a step back and say, wait a minute. We think music is the cure. Yeah. Like music is so powerful. Just because something is powerful doesn't mean it's the cure. Or that's good. Music is medicine. Um, to be honest, and I'm a person that you can live off medicine your whole life and still be sick. Ooh. And God, Christ is That's a, a dope line. And Christ, it was kind of dope. I'm glad I, it was recorded. I'm happy I thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> and and for real, for real, and Christ is the cure. Listen, man. Um, if you go talk to a doctor and say you're schizophrenic, they write your script and you can smoke weed. It's legal now, right? You get blow. That's that's legal. Um, a woman it doesn't take away from you. It being doesn't take away. It. A woman can be broke, get pregnant, and so, or get pregnant by anyway, and she can go ahead have the abortion. It's legal. Go ahead or it's illegal someplace anyway. But you can do that. But when that woman's depressed, she can't go to Planned Parenthood. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like there's still no cure. People who sing on a stage or preach on a stage or have podcasts and talk in microphones, true, yeah, right? right? They have all that. They walk away from this. And all of us can deal with something. And when you really care about people, you don't let their talent or their gift define their relationship with Christ. And that's, I think yeah, that's an issue. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Because everybody can't sing. So if I, if I value singers and entertainers more than regular people, here's the question. Would you treat the homeless guy on the corner with the same amount of respect that you treat your idol? Yeah, think about the homeless person that's talking about God. You don't walk past him and, or sit there and listen to what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? And near do, neither do you defend him when everyone laughs, laughs at him because he's on the corner preaching the gospel. That's facts. We laugh, you laugh at a street preacher. He seemed crazy. Who stands up? But if that was your favorite singer, now all of a sudden you have a righteous indignation and you're urged. And the reason I say this is because God does not have a respect of persons. And what that know. means is he don't need, he don't need you. You're not a celebrity to no, Jesus. Not, not ever. Like you, it's not like you know, like in a yeah. club or something. When a person coming in, if P Diddy walk up, it's like you P Diddy. That is you, interesting. Like think about when you go to heaven and like hold on, everybody. Hey man, me dream. My God, building. Oh, my God, what up? And, and unconsciously, we walk on this earth and we think that. And there's even and man, there's so much of the superstar mentality that all of us. Well, I think th this generation grew up in the uh, the age of the superstar, the age of the celebrity you know what i'm saying we think about i can remember as young as when i was in middle school or coming up it was kim kardashian so then and that's when the internet wave like i'm only 32 and i remember a time where somebody couldn't be on the phone if you was on the internet like <laughs> like yeah like yeah. that like that in my lifetime so and we've come from that to you know what i'm saying I mean, like, just think in our lifetime there was a time where the phone didn't have a camera on it Oh yeah, like you go, you get what I'm saying. Or, that was or, not too or long a ago. Car phone was that mean you rich when you had a, oh, that big you old saw, car phone. Oh my gosh, you oh, was rich, and oh, they yeah. didn't even put them in regular car. Like <laughs> if you had a car phone, it was like a BMW <laughs> or something. And so to that point, that's true. <laughs> ultimately, what we're saying is that this generation that we all live in, we might not realize 
how much of a superstar mentality we have. And a lot of that is because, again, TV and radio did not exist two, three hundred years ago. I hope that someone was able to take from this that it really is our own selfishness to create a lot of these idols, even more than it is their fault. And I'm not saying that that person isn't at fault, but I'm just deciding not to talk about that because... That's the part everyone's talking about. Yeah, well, it's easy. I think it's easy to demonize a person as if you're not in the audience. You know, yeah. like, oh, like I didn't shoot, like, you know, uh, uh, I'm just a driver. But I, I drove <laughs> you to the bank, but you robbed but it. You but robbed look at him. Yeah. Meech robbed the bank. Yeah, no. But it's like you was the driver, bro. And that's what, that's what we're dealing with right now. We're not saying the person who robbed it is not at fault. But we're dealing with the thing that we're overlooking is like you drove him there. Think about it. Think about how many people stopped doing things. I ain't going to lie. If I get a if I make a post and nobody like it but my mama, I'm gonna delete it. It's, <laughs> it's not gonna live to oh, see it like man, that. that is hilarious. So imagine how many times you are become an audience for somebody and you actually keep them in a place where if they didn't have the support from you, they might not continue to do it. They're like, man, oh, this is whack. That's we for are real. you responsible for what you like. Yeah, we all need to review our likes. I just be on there just liking stuff sometimes. Like, all right, cool, yeah, just. Like a couple posts, show some love. Yeah. Half of y'all, I don't even know what y'all talking about. But I'm going to give you the last word, Meech, before we get out of here. Hey, so listen, what you got for us, man? Listen, man, you are listening to the Nothing News with Meech Real. Y'all can follow me at Meech Real everywhere, as well as on my uh, my Bible app. You feel me? This no. guy with this Bible <laughs> Seriously, um, it doesn't matter if it's Kanye or your cousin. Please, if you love someone, if you truly love them, before you take a picture of them, promote what they're doing or anything. Have a conversation and see where they are in their life. Because at the end of the day, everybody who everybody has a platform. But when we leave, cut it off, now we're in the real world. And we have to care about what people are dealing with in the real world. Because you could be a celebrity in your mind or a hero in the world and a villain at home. Shout out to my man, Jay Will. I love y'all. I love y'all. God's people, thank you for listening to today's show. Look, do you have feedback? You want to let me know what's on your mind? You got a topic you want to hear? Or you just want to let me know what you thought about today's show? It's easy. Shoot me an email. You can catch me at JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Again, JermaineWilsonMusic. It's all one word. Let me know what you think. And you like this show, don't you? So you know what you want to do? You want to listen to it at work. You want to listen to it in the gym. Do me a favor. Just search Inspire God's People. You can Google it. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you listen to music or podcasts. You know what else? You should share this show with someone. Why? Because it's a good show. And if you don't like this show, act like you like it.